Hi guys, welcome back to My Steps to Sobriety, my show on YouTube and as a podcast with me, your host, Stefan Neff. And today is a special day. And as always, it's a fantastic day. I know you're making jokes about me saying that with every day, but it is, it is. And today is a special fantastic day because I have got Jocelyn Bellows with me. Jocelyn is a co-author of a new book that will be released this month. You don't know about it yet, but today we're going to tell you all about it. The book is called From Breakdown to Wake Up. And this book is a, is a multi-author book. And it's really, it's Jocelyn's baby. It's, it's your vision, your dream. And so I'm that excited to have you on the show to A, tease out where did that all come from and be introduce you guys to what we are doing this fantastic collaboration of 16 authors all of us writing a beautiful chapter in this book so Jocelyn I'm so dead excited to to announce this all here on my show and bring you on to give us a bit of background of it welcome Jocelyn Stefan thank you I'm I'm first of all I'm going to start is there's no more shh about this. This is explosive. <laughs> yes, it is. It's time yes, it is. that we step in front and step into the, our, our own limelight and share brilliantly this amazing, amazing piece that we've all created and collaborated on, to, collaborated on together. So, hey, everybody. Um, I, we're, Stefan and I have been chatting for about I don't know, 40 minutes. We were supposed to start recording 40 minutes ago. And I always have lots of things to say. So I think I'm just going to go ahead and sort of jump in. So hey, everyone. Um, my name is Jocelyn Bellows, and I am based in the U.S., as you might be able to tell from, from my accent, or as I like to consider, I don't have one. Um, I'm coming in from Colorado. I live in Colorado today. Um, these days, I Colorado's currently home. And I am a breakup to wake up coach, among other things. However, where we're gonna start is right where Stefan kind of set us up and teed off for. Um, it's only been eight weeks, Stefan, did you know that? Eight weeks ago. Weird. <laughs> eight weeks ago, I put a call into the universe asking for 15 authors to step up and share their own personal journeys of breakdowns, of being at their point of despair, you know, on your knees, crying, sobbing, at least that was for me. Whatever it was, it really brought you down to the base of who you are and saying, I am not, I am not going to live like this any longer. I don't, you know, the journey was whatever it was for you to get to that point and having the strength and courage to, to really tear away all those layers of muck that were never really yours to really getting to the base of who you are and who you were always meant to be because it's always been there, but we've been told we were something else and we believed it because someone else told us that that's who we were meant to be. And that's just simply not true. So yes, break down to wake up, journey beyond the now will be available November 22nd. I don't know when this, this show will actually air, but November 22nd, uh, we are live with this publication. And Stefan already noted to this, 15 authors. Okay, so you're right, 16 authors. I keep forgetting myself. <laughs> Forget myself. 16 authors from 
five continents came together on this magical journey, this magic carpet ride. And yes, eight weeks ago is when I put this call into the world. And it took, it took seven weeks to put that manuscript together. That's it, seven weeks. And by the time we public, we are out there and published, 12 weeks. It's unheard of. And I really, really want to honor not only the project itself, I really want to honor every single person that's been, who's come on board, who stepped forward. Because even in the writing of this, and each one of us came together with our own story, and I will certainly share about mine, it also continued to unearth some of the stuckness some of the triggers that were still there, some of the pieces that were still unhealed, at least for me. And I know a lot of the authors came to me throughout this whole process and Stefan's nodding his head. It's, it's still an evolution. It's still an evolution of self. And so I'm beyond thrilled. I'm not going to stand and say, shh, any longer. I want my spotlight. Here's my spotlight. Come on out and share the darkness. Share it all because all of you is welcome in all of this. Um, what we need to do is get your mic a little bit out uh, further away. Um, that's it. Try that. That's fine. How's that um, better? That's better. Too much of the pop, pop, uh, too okay. much of the, the, it's the breathing that, that gets us. But hey, that's, uh, don't worry. I'll, I'll take that. It is what it is because the, the passion is, is just so important. So I get us back into the interview now. Okay. You're so right. It's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful to be part of this movement that you have created there. And it's the first time that I myself have been involved in something like that. Whenever there were collaborations in the past, it was painful. It was pulling teeth. It was um, typically committees to run committees and then typically things fizzle out. With you and our project right now, it was, hey, this is a good idea. Let's do that. And writing. And the nice thing is these were relatively short chapters uh, for, for a writer, for an author. So this was not a, a, a huge book that I have to write all myself and then edit, but it was actually coming up with an idea and then letting that letting that mature a little bit and then sending it back out into the universe. And this worked really so well in this case. I'm actually very, very excited about this journey to, to be there with all the other authors and create this little bit of magic, this, this seed pot because that's what we are. We have got all these journeys there and each and every single one of these journeys is hopefully planting a seed out there. So guys, if you're listening to that, look forward to that book because it's for sure it will, it will rattle your cage. Yeah, for sure it will. It will uh, make you think because there, there are 16 people who are all now accomplished and and uh, their own visionaries in their fields, they're, they're all authors, they're all, all people who, who you think, wow, hey, these are really cool guys. 
And we are all opening up about the trauma and the transformation that we all have gone through. And it is it's a very powerful and humbling thing. And I, I, Justin, you're right. There is, every single time I explore my own journey, there are new things that we learn. So I'm no exception here to what you have described there. Um, by writing about it, suddenly there were new insights I developed. And that all comes out in our stories. No doubt my fellow authors will be the same. And I will actually have the chance of talking to quite a few of our fellow authors in the lead up to the publication. So guys, there are going to be a flurry of interviews coming out left, right and center. Um, and you're going to get the chance to meet some of these beautiful, beautiful people on my show here. So it's yeah. great. So yeah. great, good news. But let's come back to you, Jocelyn. Because yeah. you were the instrumental visionary here. I mean, how did you get this idea? And I guess the, the question it really is, what transformation did you undergo? What was yeah. your larvae that went into the cocoon and then became the, the butterfly? Yeah, and, and so they're so intertwined. It's all intertwined. So I want to take us back a few years ago. Um, as I mentioned earlier, I, I live in Colorado these days. I moved out to Colorado a little over three years ago. And there was so much excitement and joy around that move. Um, I was moving from the eastern part of the US. Um, I had a very, very prolific career. I was in the leadership role um, working in the field of donation. Um, in fact, there are now 10,000 men and women seeing as a result of that work. And so I'm very proud of that. However, there was a period, that period was over and I knew it. Um, I looked around the community I was living in and saying, this isn't the community I wanna live in. I, I'm not aligned, I don't feel aligned in it. And I had no idea what was coming, right? None. <laughs> Any more than um, at the time I had this career, my husband um, we, and I owned a bicycle shop on Main Street, small town USA. And it was lovely because we were in the center of a community. We created a community around our shop and we had a young child. And yet we both looked at each other and said, this isn't it. There's something more. And we both know it. And so we took this little journey out to Colorado uh, to explore it and decided very quickly that Colorado was going to be home. So we made the appropriations, made it all happen. And that meant that we walked away from our business. I walked away from my career to start this next journey. And it, there was a lot of excitement. And yet there was also a lot that was not being addressed within me. I can't speak to, to my other half, but I can speak that to myself. And what I learned very quickly is I was miserably unhappy with everything, right? I'd walked away from this job that I thought I loved. And in some pieces of me, it fulfilled aspects of me, but I was really unfulfilled within my being. And I recognized that in this absence of work, I had space. And and we didn't close the shop right away. So my former, my spouse was flying back East frequently to, to run our business. And so when he was gone, I was home by myself in an environment where I didn't know anybody. And my son was at preschool. So I was really, I had all this space to myself. I recognized, one of the first things I recognized is that when he left, I could breathe. When he returned, I felt like I was walking in eggshells. And that was a piece that really struck me. Huh. So 
I, I'm going to come back to answer the question and then I'll continue the journey. So this, this book came to be because I know it's always been within me that I knew that I had, having gone what I've gone through the last three years, I knew that my story had, had impact beyond just myself. Yes, it revolutionized my life. And yet I also know when I started this process, when I started my own finding myself, there were others in front of me pulling me forward when I couldn't see the light. And I knew there was going to be others behind me in that darkness, in that dark tunnel, they couldn't see that there was beauty beyond it. And so I have always known that I was going to share in what capacity, I had no idea. The book happened out of spontaneity, having connected with Don Bates, who was the publisher of, of this book. And in our first conversation, I just knew I felt a connection to her. In our second conversation, she said, this is your book. And I was like, can I swear? Of course you can. Okay. I said, I honestly said to her, fuck you. <laughs> I said, fuck you. This is not my book and I don't want to own it. Go do your thing because you're, you're an author and I, I think you're crazy. To which she called me up on my leadership. <laughs> truly so and, and and it developed very very quickly from there it was i initially thought 12 authors people will share their stories blah 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 the, the vision though i will say was very clear from the beginning it was going to be about breakdowns to that transformative transformational waking up mm. i knew that clarity from the moment we started and the journey beyond the now was to understand that the moment that we're in right now and I want to honor the moment that you're in has beauty, even if it feels horrible, because God knows I've been there. It is a part of the larger process. So the journey beyond the now is acknowledging where you are right now and understanding that this is just a moment. It's just a moment of the, and it's on both sides of that equation, right? It's the moment of the darkness and it's the moment of the pure joy and all the interplay in between. So getting back to, to how this all began, he, my, you know, he's traveling back and forth. I'm home by myself. I'm recognizing all these things. I'm also recognizing a lot of dis dissatisfaction within me. I, I finally got to a moment. It was a very prolific moment that I, I made a decision that I could no longer be in my marriage. And we had only been here a few months at that point. And I knew, I knew I had to, I had to end this chapter of my life in order to continue to discover what was going to make me happy. And, and I want to be very clear, this is nothing to do, this is not to dishonor or shame my former partner. He is a wonderful, wonderful, amazing being. He is an amazing father. And his, and, and my dissatisfaction in my life was because I didn't love myself. It had nothing to do with him. Did he light up things that I had to look at? Yes, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And it was the biggest lesson of my life. So filed for divorce a few months after living, moving here. And I really sat in my stupor of what the fuck is now? What do I do now? I don't have a job. I'm no longer a wife. Yes, I'm still a mother, but I had defined myself by these things external to me. 
right? These titles that, these labels that I had given myself. And yet I was miserably unhappy. And so I, I remember like very early on making a decision that I was going to change my eating habits. I was going to no longer eat junk food or crap. I stopped drinking because I was not going to go down the road of um, depression because I'd had a, a long history of depression and, and I just knew alcohol just didn't make me feel, I mean, yes, it felt good in the moment. And Stefan, I'm sure we can talk about that with you. Um, but in, in that moment, it was great, but then I had to deal with the after effects. I was like, nope, I'm done feeling like garbage. I'm done. I don't know what it's going to be, but this part is over. That part of me is dead. What's next? Mm. I signed up to sign up and work with my first life coach. I didn't even know what a life coach was. I didn't know what energy was. I didn't know what nutrition was. I didn't know what essential oils were. Crystal, I mean, all sorts of amazingness that has since opened up. All I knew is I wasn't going to go back to the patterns that had brought me to this point. So that was my breakdown. And I took my time. It took about six months to really sit in my cocoon. And I think I only, you know, I spent time with my coach. I spent time going to yoga. Um, I did very little, did very little. And for someone who is, I'm a high action high adventure. I want to experience life in all of its beauty. I, I, I lived in New York City in my 20s. And I can remember saying to my, my mom, and she's reflected this to me, she's like, you hated sitting by, sitting by yourself for 20 minutes. And I did. But the, it wasn't because I didn't, like, it wasn't because I felt like I, I you know, couldn't just be still. It was because I was scared of being still. I was scared of being within my being to going through these first few months. I think there was like a month and a half into working with my coach and my divorce was still pending. And I was spending a lot of time by myself. It got to a point that I didn't want anyone around me. And it wasn't, and that wasn't a bad thing. It was like, you're disturbing my energy. I'm so in me right now. No, thank you. No, thank you. I, and I needed to do that. I needed to have that catharsis of, understanding what really truly made me feel happy from within that no one else could fill that void that that beauty in here was growing from in here and i'll let you talk for a minute because i can go on and on and on <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. it's it's that is such an important part of of the truth that you've just illuminated it is we need to stop in our such busy lives we need to give us the time to reflect because only then can the universe or God or the spaghetti monster uh, feed in the information that you need to see, hear, experience. Yeah. It is the, the quiet moments where suddenly ideas come into your mind. And when I say ideas, Maybe there are visions, there are missions, there are however you want to call them. Suddenly something comes into your head and you think, ah, okay. And I cherish these moments. I cherish them with all my heart. And it is something that, that 
I would not like to miss, but it is something I had to learn to switch off the various gadgets around me. You can't always have music going, you can't always have this going, that going, everything going, because it just drowns out all those quiet inner voices that come up with these really good ideas. Now, if these ideas, if these voices become real voices, then we need to talk. And actually, you <laughs> need to talk, okay? So, um, Mm. That's a different conversation. That's exactly right. <laughs> that's a different conversation. Although I will say that's a different conversation. Although, and I, as much as I say that's also a conver- it's a different thread of this conversation because I do believe that there's inner voices. I'll, I'll come back to the inner voices in a minute. But if we do start to hear other people talking, yes, I know we label that as sickness and illness. What I do believe, though, is that there's still more unlocking for that individual mm. because if they're really hearing that, they're probably honestly. I'm going to go really high woo-woo for a moment. They are getting messages of a much higher power, of a much higher level, mm-hmm. and have not, don't yet, may not yet have the tools in which to really channel those and own them to really live into their being for this round, for this <laughs> lifetime. Like I said, I'm going to go woo-woo. I'll, I'll bring it back. No, 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 no. That's <laughs> It's funny, funny you should say that because recently I've anesthetized the gentleman who um, is, is indigenous here, a Maori gentleman, and he, one of the things he does, he is, he is a voice analyst, so to speak. And with that, I thought initially a sound engineer, etc. It is no, no. He's talking to to people who have got schizophrenia and who hear voices and who have, and he's basically working with them and is, is uh, exploring, okay, so so tell me about this voice. Boy or girl, man, woman, okay, old, young, tell me, okay, where was the first time you, you heard that voice? What is this voice telling you? Okay, so where was that? There in, let's say, Auckland? In, okay, cool, let's jump in the car. We drive to Auckland. Uh, okay, and then now tell me exactly where did you hear that voice first um, in this this place over there? Come, let's go there. Okay, which space exactly? What were you doing, etc.? And he's exploring all that with these people, and it's actually coming, uh, allowing them to come to terms with their voices and with their mental health. And it's actually it can be a very beautiful, beautiful journey uh, that is not woo woo. It's not so necessarily out there. It's just. Uh, a different take on dealing with it rather than saying, well, all these voices are, are and here to right. more medications. And take a pill to make them go away. That's right. Because that's that right. taking that pill isn't yeah. the answer because yeah. it's, it's uh, just. It's, it's double-edged sword. Now we need to yes. be careful because yeah. there are so many, yes. uh, so many good things that can be done. And tablets are for some people. The definitely part and parcel of it. Um, at the same token, if we can, however, make sense out of things and uh, therefore accept them and therefore say, okay, this voice is saying something, but really, um, hmm. so yes. Bottom line is, people, if if you if you feel that something is not right in your life, I think one of the good things to do is talk to a GP, talk to a family physician, start there, work it out what's going on, but within all means, explore explore what is going on in your head because we all have got our unique journeys, our unique voices, 
Um, I've got a lot of voices going, and these voices are typically rather derogatory, uh, telling me that I'm an imposter, telling me that, who are you to do a, a podcast? Who are you to think that you're a hot a show host? And all that kind of thing. And all and that's And that's such BS. Right? We do. We all do it to ourselves. Oh, right? Absolutely. We all so, do, it's, yeah. It's, and it's something that's interesting. I want to take, I was going to leap into this, um, that, that moment. And I'm glad that you brought it up because um, that really is sort of, that's the underpinning of, of my coaching practice. Yet I really want to say that it's really the underpinning of this book too, but it, it's an underpinning of how we get to choose to live life. And we, we do this to ourselves all the time, right? We tell ourselves that, that you know, there, we talked about earlier that you, you brought up earlier, like the stillness to allow our inner voice to, to really help steer us. And there's two sides, there's, there's two sides of that, right? There's the inner voice when we really get to have the knowing of who we really are. And then there's the garbage about the imposter, <laughs> the not enoughness. And we were talking about this before we, we went on air, right? But I didn't share with you, Stefan, so I'll share it in the, in the, you know, on this conversation because, you know, it's here. The eight weeks that it's taken us to get to the full manuscript and now we're in the process of getting the, the book ready for publication. There was like a moment or two that I felt the, the imposter, right? As the leader of this, because I did once or twice. And I was like, and then I kept dismissing it because I said, wait, all the evidence around me is telling me otherwise. The evidence around me is saying these authors, you, you brought to this earlier about you've worked on other compilations before. In this case, there was the people that showed up, showed up so fast. Mm -hmm. I didn't put, I put an ask in the universe. That was it. And then people were enrolling other people. I had authors enrolling other authors because they thought this was a great <laughs> idea. All I did was put a, an idea in the world. Yeah. And then the woman that's writing that wrote the forward, and I guess I can talk about it now. Yeah, her name is Marsha Martin. And for those of you who may not know who Marsha is, um, to be honest with you, I didn't. It's one of the founding members of Landmark International. And Landmark is the world's largest, world's largest personal development company. That didn't happen by mistake. It happened because in I was in alignment with who I'm being. So I, I, you know, I, you know, the, when the moments of imposter came through, I, I kept just washing it away. Now, that was easy in this process. That is not easy in a lot of aspects of my life. So I want to be really, really, really honest with the audience about that because I also have a lot of garbage. I have a lot of garbage around the not enoughness, especially when it comes specifically to romantic relationships. I have a tremendous amount of me not being in the center of a relationship and me being accepting of what's coming in front of me and just and compromising some of my own well my own being mm. to allow to be accepted to be loved and not being rejected mm. right i have a lot of that garbage going on in my head and i i want to share that openly because that is part of this connection piece you know i've had so many people coming you know coming forward in these last several weeks and like friend, personal friends, people that have, have been following my work, whatever. And they're telling me I'm kicking ass. And I'm like, yeah, that's great. <laughs> and let me just tell you the other stuff that's happening. You know, so we do, 
you know, we, we all have that, that track in our mind and that's the piece that is really the piece that we need to break. And we, and it's, it's, it's something that it doesn't happen overnight. It happens over practice. And there are so many methodologies that I could throw in. This is not about tools, but like I have tools, right? You know, journaling, meditation, eating healthy, drinking plenty of fluids, reminding myself of who I am, centering myself with my being, loving my being, and not letting someone else validate whether I am enough or not. And there's a whole ton of stuff, but that's not what this conversation is about. The conversation is about that connection from the human to human, from heart to heart. Because that's what I'm, that's really what I'm about. I can give you all the tools all day long, but you have to embody them yourself. So really what works for me is sharing. And when I share, that's when people show up. Isn't it? Yeah. That's an amazing thing because that's so contrary to all our beliefs. All these little voices are trying to convince you that you really need to put this mask up, that you really, there's no way that you could possibly talk about all the shameful things you have done, uh, just, you know, all this guilt and all these negative emotions. In reality, by actually hanging this dirty washing out, uh, this actually suddenly liberates it. And the sun and the light is cleansing all your story and actually giving it a sense. It is, yes, shit has happened. Yes, you have done not so nice things, but it all had a purpose. It had a purpose of making you that person that you are right now, the person that was so sick of tired of being sick and tired that you simply had to change. You transformed, you altered your, your way of thinking. You became a different and probably better person as a direct result of all the shit that happened to you. And here you are now. You still had all this trauma, yeah. But if you now keep it all to yourself and don't tell anyone about it, it's it's such a lost opportunity to encourage others. Yeah. So for me to nowadays run a show about sobriety and about mental health is, is still painful because here I am again, opening myself up. At the same token, I know by, by doing so, I plant seeds in other people's mind. I encourage them to seek the help that they deserve. I yes. encourage people to, to open up about their own journey. And by doing so, they become the light in the darkness for others. And therefore, it is, it is a social revolution, so to speak. It's demystifying mental health, and it's basically breaking the booze. And hell, it is a kick-ass journey. And I, I wouldn't have it any other way. It's never easy. It's never without pain. But I know we're doing such beautiful things by, by encouraging others to live the life to the fullest. And, and know I, that you don't have to stay in that pain. Hmm. You don't. I mean, like, you know, I, and I, I, like, I want to turn the tables because I, you, as you know, I also have a podcast. I'm like, I want to ask you why, what, you, what brought you to the table? And I might just do that. Um, but I want to I want to stay here for just a moment though about the, the sharing piece, and that was part of the evolution, not just of this this book. Um, it was my, the evolution of my journey 
right? Because it's, you know, I'm here right now. This is going to continue, right? There's going to be more books coming out. There's more of me that I still have to discover about myself. I had a lot of awarenesses actually just this morning. Um, yet, you know, when I, early on, um, I remember after I made the decision that I was going to leave, which was the scariest decision I think I've ever made in my entire life. And I knew it was a decision I had to make for me to own me. And I, you know, I started to think about how is this going to disrupt my son's life? How is this going to disrupt his life? Who's going to love me because I'm so broken? Like all that stuff came through. Absolutely. And the moment that I shared it with the first person I shared it with external was a, a woman that I, I gone to high school with that I hadn't spoken to in 20 years. Something called to me, that inner knowing told me, reach out to her because I've been following her story on Facebook. I had seen some revolutionary changes in our world. Something kept saying, Jocelyn, just send her a note. Just send her a note. It, what's, the, what's the worst that can happen? She doesn't respond. Not only did she respond, I just had this piece in me that just sh- tell her what's really happening right this minute and all the emotion you're going through. And I had no idea what was going on in her world. And so I did. And you know what happened? She's like, Jocelyn, I'm just a couple of years ahead of you. That was my life. That was my template. I followed, I did X, Y, Z things and look where I am now. So she was my beacon when I couldn't see it. And so I actually trusted initially external to myself. So she can do it. What tells me I can't? I might not feel like I can right now. I can. And as I started to embrace her story as mine, I was like, oh, then I have that possibility. That's my possibility too, to live in, in a happy space and be happy regardless of the situation. And how does that make it happen? That's all the tool stuff that I don't want to talk about necessarily. What I started to do is I really started to share what I shared with her. I started sharing very publicly on Facebook. And this is the key. I didn't care what anyone had to say because it wasn't their journey. It wasn't their story. It was mine. And so the more that I started to open up and the more that I went to the place of, hey, it was an ugly day and this happened and I'm going to do this something about it. I had people reaching out to me that just like me reaching out to her, dozens and dozens and dozens of people reaching out to me that I hadn't spoken to in 10, 15, 20 years. Jocelyn, you have no idea the impact that you're having on me right now. You have no idea the impact you had on me back then. What? I gave people permission to be open because I was being open. And that's where the beauty of the human spirit lie. And so that, if that, if anything, that's what this book was meant to do. Give you permission to find yourself and to love yourself for wherever you are in this process, wherever you are, even in the dark space. I had someone staying with me over the summer. Um, I rented out my basement over the summer. And he said to me, it was so adorable. He said, Jocelyn, you know, when my ego shows up and mind you, he was a former major league baseball player, 20 something. And he left baseball for other reasons. He said, you know what? I just, when things happen, I just tell myself, my, my ego, I love you for trying to keep me safe. I thought, what a beautiful way to say that because our egos do. That's all they wanted to do. They want to keep us safe, but 
keeping us safe sometimes limits us. It limits us from going and asking that person out on a date. It limits us from you know, applying for that job that maybe we don't have, that we don't believe we have the skill set or qualifications for. That's a lot of BS. That's you telling yourself, you're, you're abandoning yourself before you even allowed yourself to try. I love right? that. Yeah, love that. It's a really nice way of, of putting it. Yeah. Uh, well, that's what drives us, isn't it? We want to avoid pain and yeah. we want pleasure. So that's again and again and again, the same basic yeah. principles that and it all coexists. Yeah, exactly. It all plays together, <laughs> you know? And I, and I want to sit here and tell you, like, this year has been shit. I mean, it really has. You know, I started, you know, I mean, beyond that of Corona, right? Corona's been its own gift. Um, you know, I started the year absolutely brokenhearted, absolutely shattered. I dated a man for a year. And I, I really cared about him. And yet, I knew, like, when it ended, we ended on very... We ended on terms that were appropriate. It wasn't, you know, it was actually a beautiful uncoupling. Like I remember when Gwyneth Paltrow came out and said we uncoupled. I was like, what is that? Oh, I get it now. <laughs> we uncoupled beautifully. I started this year absolutely shattered. And I was like, when am I going to be ready to allow my heart to open up again? Am I ever going to? Because this hurt so bad. Mm. I didn't date. I wanted, desperately wanted to. Desperately wanted to. And yet my heart wasn't open and ready. And I took almost the entire year at this point. It's almost been a year now. Till I got to a place where I'm like, okay, I'm ready to open my heart up again. And whatever comes will come. And whatever leaves will leave. And knowing that this is part of this beautiful path. But I will tell you for a good six, seven months, I didn't even want to own that about myself. I hated myself. I did. I was angry. I was angry. I'm like, why am I still single? What's wrong with me? I'm beautiful. Like, what the hell am I doing? Um, why doesn't people, why don't people see me? Well, they can't see me if I can't love me. Right? I've got to start here. I knew that, but I wasn't doing it. I wasn't being it. So, you know, here's more of the vulnerability. Hey, guys, this is what's going on. Oh, and I wrote a fucking book. Well, I didn't write a book. I curated a book. Let's be honest what I'm doing here. So. And Jocelyn, that's our power. Uh, if we are superheroes, and we are, then I, that we all have a, a power. And my power nowadays is to love myself and to hold myself responsible for my own actions, to, yes. be, uh, to be present, not let life happen to me but have things happen to me, but I make choices how I respond to it. And that is a very different life that I ever lived prior to rehab, prior to everything. And it is, this is a superpower that I am so proud of. And guess what guys, you can have that superpower as well. Uh, you can learn how to love yourself regardless of what the past had in, in stock for you, you have got choices. And every single day, every single hour, minute, second, you have got a choice to make. 
and don't take that as a as a oh my god i have to make a choice no it doesn't have to be exhausting no on the contrary you can say okay what is it that i really truly desire right now and listen to what answers are coming back from the universe and then ask yourself okay if that is really true why the hell am i not moving towards that vision towards that person that i want to be what is holding me back and chances are don't look too much out there what holds you back is probably more in there okay so try to figure out why you are holding yourself back mm-hmm. and you might come up with strange answers uh, or no answers and you just think hmm and if no answers show up that means it's not time to make moves and that's okay sometimes sure. the no answer is the actually answer <laughs> so <laughs> it really right you 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 said earlier about you know i, I i'm going to i'm actually going to put words in your mouth here but you you sort of alluded to being unbusy and or and I and that's a, a rule and I don't even like this idea of rule. That's a new way of being for me, of being unbusy. Like this morning you and I we were talking before we went caught on air. You know, I this this uh, we just went through daylight savings here in the US. So we have an the clocks went backwards with an additional hour. And I had this morning to myself, right? And you know what I did? I sat in the sunshine and I enjoyed it. And I I drank water, I had my breakfast, that was it. And it was beautiful. And I gave myself that gift of nothing. Mm. But you know, with a piece of being unbusy. Yeah, I would uh, call it nothing. You gave yourself sanity. You gave yourself time to breathe. You gave yourself time to settle, to center yourself, to to unstretch your adrenergic system and just come back to, ah, there we are. That's, ah, that's normal, okay. Rather than going whoosh, 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 next, next block. What's, 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 what else is happening in life? And no, just actually, thank you, life. Just wait for a moment, okay? Yeah, and right. And you have, and this is another thing I want to tee off on this, because even though you're in New Zealand and, you know, I think cultural, I guess our cultures are different. I don't pretend to know what New Zealand is like. I don't pretend to know what Germanic culture is like. But we do live in a more Western-based society where we value busyness. Mm. Where we value filling our schedules. And if our schedules are full, then that means that I'm important. We value ourselves by that, <laughs> which is a bunch of, I'm going to call it out for me, it's yeah. BS. Yeah. It's totally BS because we, we drive ourselves into this place of just exhaustion Mm. and is that really enjoyable maybe for some people it is right um i found the antithesis to be true for me Mm -hmm. i I had to learn through this process to say no oh yeah oh yeah you know like today i've got a couple things after we do this and i'm excited about those things right last night an opportunity showed up and it was a beautiful opportunity and i was like oh i'd love to and no. Uh-huh. Okay. And it felt really good. Interesting, isn't it? To not have also- the guilt feeling, oh my God, I really should 
and you actually really practice self-love there because mm-hmm. I still fall into that that pitfall um someone says hey come on do you want to come around do this do that or should we do something together and you know oh my god I haven't seen this person forever or more importantly if it is my son or my, my wife and of course she, of course my immediate response is yes 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 regardless what it means for me and it is uh, put it is yourself of in these, the center of that yeah exactly exactly right yeah. and i have yeah. a you know i have a six-year-old son that i share with his dad and so i i see him you know half the week and mm. i'm grateful i have him half of the week mm. and i'm grateful that i have a lot of time that i get to explore and expand me and even when I have him, when I get to point, so because he's he is a lot of he's a lot of energy, and I love him to pieces, and I want I really want to be available to him. And there's times, even in the times I have him, I'm so tired that I actually do. I I I will say to him, babe, I want to go lay down for half an hour, and I will leave my door open to you. I ask that you respect it, and if you cannot, you know, if you can't, then I close. He's six, right? This poor child. He just wants to have his mommy mm. available to him and i also know if i if i stand up in my power he's going to understand that is going to mm. resonate with him and his own ability to do that for himself to self-sort and self self-source and self-resource and self mm. you know fill himself from within because it's i i will love on him he is my baby and i love him dearly and the best thing i can do is show is be the example <laughs> for him I could not agree more. Jocelyn, if people listen to us and they think, wow, Jocelyn, she has got her shit together. uh, (laughs) Most of the time, I do. Most of the time, that's (laughs) us. So if they want to get in touch with you, how can they do that? Yeah, a few places. So best place, everything I do right now is on Facebook. So you can find me on Facebook um, at jocelyn.bellows24, the number 24. And my, I also have a podcast I sort of mentioned briefly. Um, it's called Leap. You can find me on, on Anchor. Actually, you can find me anywhere a podcast could be found. Um, and it's under the, uh, what's the handle? What's Your Leap? That's the handle. Same thing with Instagram. What's Your Leap? And a break up to wake, break down to wake up journey beyond the now will be available November 22nd on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And yeah, exciting next steps. So, cool. Stefan, thank you. Oh, thank absolute, you for this opportunity. An absolute honor to have you had on my show. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having the vision and then having the, the guts to just, just ask the universe, come on, let's do this. Come on, send me a few, a few gorgeous souls. And I'm grateful that I am part of this beautiful journey so break down to wake up and the reason you had that slip off your tongue you initially the title was a little bit different there but we both actually agreed that the breakdown is truly what i had about virtually everyone every author in this book has had and then the wake up the transformation that came from that place of pain from that breakdown to to the the phoenix rising out of the ashes that is what this book is all about so guys look forward to it and join us 
uh, in, in our little community of knowledge here. We had a ball of a time writing our stories and hopefully you will have as much fun and insights reading them. So 22nd of November it is. Cool. And if you wanted to see more about Jocelyn, look down there into the description of the video, as well as the podcast, you will see it down there. There are her handles and, and the links. So it makes it easy for you to get hold of her. Jocelyn, thank you so much for coming onto my show. Uh, it was an honor. Thank you so much. Stefan, the honor was mine. And uh, I so appreciate the, the space that we got to share today. Cool. And you guys out there, look after yourself. Bye. Dream on